0: Jake, uh, I got a question for you.
1: Yes, I'm here. You ready? Yeah. Yeah.
0: My question is... Is it better to burn out or to fade away?
1: <laughs> oh man, this is one of life's uh, most pressing questions. And my uh-huh. my answer now that I've turned forty is, of course, to fade away because I could have burned. Well, I could have burned out long ago, and I didn't. That's all
0: that's, that's, all that's left when you pass forty, Jake. As
1: far as I can tell, <laughs> right. I'm on the other Me side being of out, burning just out. Being
0: just barely on the other side of forty, I, uh-huh. I'm still living the dream. I can still have time to burn out. Man, because, boy, you know, could
1: you burn out real good, real hot? <laughs>
0: This episode has absolutely nothing to do with Neil Young, but it does Uh have a lot to do with Burning Out and Fading Away.
1: What about Buddy Buddy Holly?
0: As we look at an album that made me stop following one of my very favorite artists. Mm. This week on Louder Than Sound, we're talking St. Vincent's 2017 pop Stravaganza, Mass Seduction.
1: Welcome to everyone's favorite show, Louder Than Sound. Our first and only question for the contestants is, what's louder than sound? theoretical noise particulates from the 15th dimension? What's louder than sound? Uh, nothing Alex, because of course this is a theoretical question. What's louder than sound? What is two brothers, who are mostly similar, but sometimes dissimilar taste in music, asking each other to listen to and absorb some of their favorite music albums based on idiosyncratic themes that they likewise force each other to consider? That's loud! Not... Welcome to Louder Than Sound, the podcast where these two brothers, I'm Jake and that's hey, I'm Charlie, Charlie uh, have tried and failed many times to quit each other because of their respective most recent lukewarm albums. But we just keep crawling back to one another, don't we Chaz?
0: You're the habit, I just can't break Jake.
1: Absolutely, I remember when our other brother, our youngest brother Mike, was born and he was super cute and I thought here's the real deal, forget you Chaz, Mike's the one. Mm-hmm. You um, came
0: crawling back
1: though. <laughs> I did at about age uh, two. No, less than that. Mike, probably. Mike
0: barely knows what a podcast is. And um, here I am,
1: but he wasn't in. He wasn't. Uh, he wasn't the one in the long run um, because mm-hmm. I don't do a podcast with him. Um, mm-hmm. And he, I'm pretty sure, he doesn't know what a podcast is.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, he's, he's a little, uh, a little unsure, I think. Yeah, probably.
1: Uh, anywho, we are here for the next couple of weeks with a fun theme for you listeners. These are the albums that made us quit the artists. These are kind of unique little numbers whereby we may have been very interested in artists and Pinky promised to buy all their albums until death do us part. Um, and, and then they make a crappy or uninteresting or just not preferred by us album or sometimes two in a row because we're so willing to forgive. And then three, we, four, three, four. Yeah. Sometimes it's sometimes it's up there, you know, it's a
0: long slog, it's sometimes. a long
1: slog. Um, so this theme is about that album where we finally give up on a beloved artist or band. It's sad, but it happens. Uh, some other ones that I was thinking of besides my choice for next week, um, were Beck, um, uh, because I didn't, oh, man. I didn't like the information at all. I thought it was kind of junky. Uh, but then I, I kind of came back to them right, or him, uh, next with his album, Modern Guilt, but it wasn't the yeah. same, you know, I, I, have never loved Beck the way that I did for those first, you know, four or five albums. Those yeah. Were, yeah. Those were awesome. Um, That's I actually great. gave up, uh, not because I think it was a terrible album. I just I just fell out of love with the Flaming Lips with "At War with the Mystics."
0: Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: um, I fell finally. Yeah, they
0: came, real, they came roaring back with "Embryonic," though. Yeah,
1: but I and never. It's kind of the same thing. I just I know that I you love. I know that you yeah, love. "At War Embryonic. with the Mystics"
0: was a it was a middling album, but yeah. They, yeah. They came, they came roaring back with "Embryonic," which was. And then favorites.
1: they became kind of um, you know they're unique in how exhausting their release schedule is and all this stuff that they do. And I just couldn't I couldn't keep on board. You know. Right,
0: um, I, I, I mentioned I'm, I was going to mention a couple that I,
1: yeah,
0: my fadeaways and Flaming Lips was because as you know they were like my number one absolutely band for several years right, and it was uh but yeah their exhausting release schedule it was one of those I just kind of realized I like there was a press release about a new Flaming Lips release and, I, and, I, and my reaction wasn't was like, Ugh, yeah another <laughs> Flaming Lips album to buy, I right. was a realization like if this is how I feel I don't need to buy their albums anymore
1: exactly exactly i mean how how i was gonna stay with their main
0: albums and just like ignore all the side products and then their main albums seemed like they got pretty bad yeah
1: i think they did well i think they did um i finally gave up on built to spill um with an album called untethered moon which was i think 2016 or something like that um they kept almost fading away and then come roaring back with awesome albums um, but they finally lost me and then TV on the Radio was a short dalliance, um, but a very mm. passionate one. But then I gave up on them with uh, their album Nine Types of Light.
0: Seven. Nine, times light. Yeah, nine Types up. of Light. It was nine. Yeah, Nine Types <laughs> of Light.
1: There's nine. I did it's the same na- thing. <laughs> 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 it's like 19,000 types of light, I think. Mm. Um, so anyway, uh, Charlie, you're going to weave a tale of preference right now and how you fit an artist uh, for this theme. And that's with St. Vincent's Mass Seduction.
0: Mass Seduction. I can't control you, what turns me on, Jake, as the song goes. Um <laughs> You're so right. as I, I alluded to in the opening here, there's two types of breakout albums. There's the burnouts and the fadeaways. And when we decided on this theme, I was like, burnout just sounded much more interesting to me. Yeah. But they're much rarer. They the are fadeaways pretty rare. like And so you mentioned your list. I mentioned I had Beck in there as well, and the Flaming list were on my list. I also included a uh, Blonde Redhead. Air, mm. and Bet for Lashes were ones where mm. it took a couple albums like yeah. there was one little misfer and you went well, you know, okay yeah, but like none of these were interesting for me to talk about because they just, they just like they became bland, like Beck took forever like Sea Change yeah. was amazing and I then it was, Guero was okay yeah,
1: I loved Guero, I liked Guero okay, and
0: then I liked Modern Guild, but yeah. then it was like I just kind of was done. Do you know
1: who it almost happened to me for? Um, now that I look back on it, and it's shocking now because this probably, it's probably our number one shared band forever and ever is. Uh,
0: You're gonna say Wilco? No, 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 song no, song. No,
1: oh. no. Wilco, Wilco, um, almost. But I, I, I was willing to give them at least three bad albums because I love them so much. It almost, I almost had a fade away with Radiohead. After, whoa, it was after, of, after it was King of Limbs. Limbs. Yeah, I was so underwhelmed by it. I yeah. didn't hate it or anything, but I was like, "Well, no. they better make another good album." And then they did, and it's fine. And
0: then they did; and it was okay. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. it's great.
0: Um, uh, my burn, other burnout I thought about was Wilco's "Sky Blue Sky." Yeah,
1: which that was I a lot came, of man. that's a and lot just, of people's it came, burnout it came album. Burn off
0: of this just really hot streak with Yankee Hotel yeah. Foxtrot, and then a ghost is born, and then they hit you with "Sky Blue Sky," and I went. You know. oh. Gosh, I know, but it was because that Jeff, was it. That's like that knocked me out right there.
1: Yeah, well, I came, I came. came
0: since then, but I, I haven't bought another of their albums since
1: then. Oh man, you should buy, you should buy the whole Love and a couple other after that. Go for I it. I have
0: Star Wars because they were yeah, like you, it was a free download for a while. Like, Star, Wars I free is,
1: down- Star Wars is Star Wars is
0: Anyway, let's talk about none of those people. <laughs> instead, talk about Saint Vincent. Shall we? Who, uh, mm-hmm. Well, I was gonna say she's really awesome, but yeah, I think she's still awesome. It's just oh,
1: well, yeah, I think she's awesome. Yeah.
0: So St. Vincent, first of all, her real name is Annie Clark. Let's do that. That goes by St. Vincent. A um, little, like, overview of her career here. She got started with uh, the Polyphonic Spree. Don't know if you knew that, Jake, but that was her, like, first break. Is that right? The, was touring as a guitar player for the Polyphonic what? Spree. Of, I, I had no idea. One of the 50 idea. people on stage. Oh, yeah, she was a guitar player for that.
1: Did she wear the robe and everything? Like a weird well, cult, I have to
0: assume. I don't know. Weird
1: don't indie cult it, person. I
0: didn't really look, so I don't know. Yeah. Um, coming out of there, she ended up joining Sufjan Stevens' touring band during the Illinois tour, so mm. she was one of the Illinois makers. Um, and then from there, she springboarded into a solo career with her first solo album, "Marry Me," yep. in 2007.
1: Mm-hmm. The one. "Marry
0: Me" is uh, it's orchestral pop; it's enjoyable, but it does get a little precious at times. For sure, um, I feel like she's somewhere in the Andrew Bird realm, who she opened for on tour not long after that. Totally NB- NPR ready. She's just like cues a button on the cover, she just sure absolutely is. adorable. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's only hints of the heart-wracking sound that she would uh, she'd take on. Not so much oh, later. Leash. It gets in there. It gets on there sometimes because she's a uh, she's a total axe slinger. She really kills on the guitar. She really it's is. Just, let's not mince words here, Jake. <laughs>
1: stop,
0: I'm not going to do that. Stop mincing words over there. No <laughs> I didn't.
1: Mincing, I didn't even say anything. How can yeah, I?
0: do quit. mincing it. How
1: can quit I mince words it. that I haven't no yet more. uttered?
0: In 2009, she came in with, uh, her second album, Actor, which mm. was my, my introduction to St. Vincent me was too. right there. Me too. It got a lot of great reviews. I listened to it and I liked it and I bought it and I don't regret it. And then, uh, after that is Strange Mercy, which I, it's my, definitely my favorite St. Vincent album. I believe it's yours also. I'm it not is. Sure about
1: that no, okay. yeah. So you're absolutely right. That's her sweet spot that, for me.
0: It's just a monster. It's so good. It's, uh, in my opinion, one of the best albums of the decade. Yeah. Guitar heavy, art rock, um, I actually saw her on tour after oh, *Strange Mercy*. Oh, you did! Mercy. My wife oh, and I you did. Oh man, down. She just killed. Mm. Well, I was that was a little on the fence. Like I liked *Actor*, and then um, I ended up getting *Strange Mercy* and really liking it. And then we saw her on tour, and that like exploded. It put it I, over like, though. I think then I went back and got Mary Me*. I don't think I even owned it up till then. And then it was like, okay, now she's a total full-on favorite. Cause she just ripped that place apart.
1: Nice, it was awesome. Nice. I wish I was um, there.
0: She's... She she does that. There's a lot of like comparisons. I think there's a lot of like you know cliche Beauty and the Beast type stuff. Mm. And sonically, you know, because she okay. has this very, gonna have this very sweet voice and these very sweet passages. And she there's a number of ballads on her albums. Mm. And then she also just tears it up with these you know tasty licks just all over the oh, place. Just so ripping tasty. It.
1: Mm. Just <laughs>
0: ripping it. It's
1: like a filet mignon.
0: Which is so great. Tasty. And her her singing voice is kind of like that too. She's a very expressive singing singer. And then she's an amazing guitar player. 2012 brought "Love This Giant," a collaboration with David Byrne. Love that it has one. Lots of brass on it. Just yeah. got one too. And then 2014 was Saint Vincent, just a self-titled one, uh, which in retrospect was something of a transition album. Right. I think I saw it a little bit then. It's much more stripped down. There's a lot of orchestral stuff in all of her other albums, um, and I think it got less so as she went on. But this one's very like. It sounds like a four piece most of the time. There's synths in there, but it, it sounds like a four piece there isn't all this orchestral trappings on all the songs all the time right I say trappings like it's a bad thing I, I liked that it better um, anyway but that's still a really great album I think that's probably that and Strange Mercy are probably her most uh, celebrated albums yeah I, I think. think so and, and rightfully so sure, sure. rightfully so yeah, yeah by us so then that brings us up Jake to 2017 yeah St. St. Vincent announces that there's a new album coming out. Boom! I'm getting all excited about Here it we I'm go. like, oh, man, At this point, St. Vincent's hey, hey, hey. You know, sort of waiting. it's been three years. Like, hold on. My friend Annie, coming back up. again. I'm so ready for it. And she drops her first single called New York. i not that. sure if you know that song was the first single of that.
1: I do, actually.
0: And it kind of came in like... St. Vincent, I, I've read in interviews that her favorite artist is David Bowie, who okay. is also my favorite artist. Well, okay. Whoa, 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 whoa. You and me, Vincent. You and me, huh?
1: <laughs> Yet another reason oh. to enjoy but your One of those albums. things
0: you see with Bowie, and you see this with Back too, is new music doesn't, doesn't just mean new music. And she probably started this with uh, the self-titled St. Vincent album, I think. Yeah. Also, where it came with a new image and a new look and a new feel to everything. And so she came with this all these bright colors and this like, I don't know, more revealing clothing and mm-hmm. kind of like synthetic fabrics and stuff. Like it feels very you know vinyl and very uh,
1: like urban, leather. like really urban.
0: Yes, but it's very I don't know about urban. Yeah, in, in that way, like more of a sophisticated. But it's got this kind of arch feel to it. It's like a cynical parody. It feels like it right. brings me a little bit of uh, of back in Midnight Vultures territory.
1: Okay, which album was less like a goofy. great
0: well yeah less goofy yes which that album's a great homage to funk but at times it feels like so it feels like he's he's not honoring it he's feeling like he's like making fun of it yeah or something. he's taking and a it piss gets, yeah. it gets unplanned uh, unpleasant like the first four songs or something on that album are unstoppable they're bangers and then it kind of like loses its way a little bit after yeah that. it's still a good album but, no, I, but t- I agree i agree but not the way that the start of it is yeah um, and so it, it kinda gave me that feel about it. You just you kinda feel like I, I, I got that little feel like she was like she was taking the piss. Yeah. Just a little Take bit. Taking the piss. Um and so New York, that first song, it's a poppy ballad with uh Mother F in the chorus. Yeah. Right she's right in there. Boom. Which supposedly is about David Bowie, by the way.
1: What? Really?
0: <laughs> well she is she sings New York isn't New York without you love. Oh. She was talking about her ex girlfriend, but she has claimed in an interview that she was talking about Bowie.
1: <laughs> well, who isn't, you know?
0: I mean, <laughs> I'm clearly talking about Bowie all the time. <laughs> you
1: think you're talking Eight, to Bowie right four, now, but you're not. Seven. It's just me, your brother.
0: So this was a definite left turn, probably the biggest, you uh, know, change in sound between albums, except maybe the uh, the David Byrne collaboration, because that sounds so different sonically. Sure. Um, she had brought in. Like cause clearly going for a much more pop sound, um, the bigger beats, all that kind of thing. She brought in Jack Antonoff, yeah, the like superstar yep. producer. Of course, Jake, I'm gonna give you a quick list of I went, oh, I looked man. at all of the, all of the artists he's produced, and these are all the ones that I've heard of. Okay, you ready for this? I I
1: don't know. Am I? Do I need to sit? down? I'm sitting down. I'm sitting down. Don't well, worry about all it. All right. Okay, I'm ready.
0: Carly Rae Jepsen. Yeah. Tegan and Sarah. Uh huh. Taylor Swift, a whole bunch. Yes grimes yeah sia lord
1: mm-hmm. pink mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> lana del rey yeah fka twigs uh-huh and the chicks
1: so all of the biggest stars in music usually female
0: well right all, all, the, all the entire that, list that,
1: the okay ones, i didn't hear one male in there okay he has
0: he has apparently uh produced some men but i never heard of them so they just <laughs> they're not massive they're, they're not, not massive, massive. <laughs> they're
1: not massive pop stars unfortunately <laughs>
0: So I mentioned this list to my wife, and she's like, "I oh, don't know. He isn't like a creeper. He's not like yeah. you know." God. You'd
1: think somebody would have. Like,
0: no, like if you look at this <laughs> list, there's. I think most of those women would never put up with any. You know.
1: I don't think so not, either.
0: Especially at the point in their careers. My my clincher was the chicks. By the time they were the chicks, there's yeah. no way those women would have put up. No,
1: with there was. This wasn't, wasn't like an. To... This wasn't like an ingenue situation or anything. No, like, no, they were no, no. Already, no they like... were already big, big, big. But public. there's also
0: nothing like you know. Untoured going on. He, this guy must be a decent guy, or these women wouldn't all put up with him yeah. and want him to keep producing their album. St. Vincent
1: now. would have chopped him in half with her guitar.
0: Well, sure. <laughs> Taylor <laughs> Swift put up, you know? Like, yeah. Taylor Swift wouldn't have put up well, with Well, she that would have
1: passive so. aggressively done something to him. that was devastating.
0: I don't know. She would have sued him or something. She's, she's like, pretty ballsy. Yeah. It's not. Sorry, right. I'm going to take that word back entirely. It's wildly inappropriate. Yeah. I apologize wholeheartedly no, for using that no, word in this situation. There's no, right no now. balls. No. No. <laughs> And why should there be? They're weak.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't sue us, Taylor Swift.
0: I'm <laughs> <laughs> not talking about suing. I'm talking about me not being a jerk. All right. Well, this well, whole thing was about Jack Antonoff not being a jerk. The least I can do is not be a jerk. Okay. Yeah. Well, we're okay. done with this. Let's keep going. <laughs> Shall we? Um. So Jack Antonoff has five co-writing credits on this album. Okay. And uh, co-writing and credits. Co-writing. Oh. Yeah. And 6 of the 13 tracks are co-written, which is way more than any of her other albums. I don't know if she's got more than one on any of them. one or two. Okay. I don't know.
1: I didn't even know that. I didn't look at the I didn't look at that when I listened. Yeah. I just yeah. assumed it was her 100% like 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 huge.
0: Like yeah, yeah, but it's not.
1: Okay. Jake. All right. Now. Nah. I've been informed correctly. Now.
0: So, with just this like bare introduction to what's going on here. Yeah. I'm gonna talk about my thoughts on Jake's thoughts. All
1: right, all right.
0: So I know. Look into that one
1: crystal ball. A,
0: it kind of a breakup for you too, like me. I don't. You weren't. I don't think you were as big a fan as into her as much as I was. I was not.
1: But I but liked. I liked her, I, I liked her I all a lot. You
0: stopped following this one also. So I know you don't like it. You don't like it. I don't like it. Um, you don't like big shiny pop in general. No. You Don't like the synthesizers in general. Yeah. Depends like on the how they're used. Sexu- What's that?
1: I said depends on how the synths are used, but you're you're sure generally you don't like draft. how
0: you don't like how they're used here. No. You're not gonna like the heavily sexualized lyrics or no. the potty mouth.
1: <laughs>
0: I like a good oh. potty
1: mouth sometimes.
0: Well, not this one.
1: Okay. okay, all right.
0: Um, I'm gonna guess you didn't you haven't listened to this album before. You had to listen to this album just now. Um I'm guessing you listened to a couple singles or a couple tracks and then went I did. nope, and that was it at yep. the time. Yep. Um, So I think you may have been surprised by the quality of some of the tracks, Mm -hmm. particularly the ballads, and there's a couple that are more rock-oriented that you may have went, yeah, that's all right, I'm okay with that. Let's do that one. But I'm thinking overall you didn't like it, and I'm thinking you give it a negative two. A negative two, okay.
1: All right, well, uh, you know, you're not, I wouldn't say that you're necessarily wrong. Um, I do have a long and worthwhile history with St. Vincent, as you have alluded to, um, I just want to say that uh, it was one of the rare examples when I heard the first 30 seconds of the, str- the song The Strangers off the actor album from 2009. In the mm-hmm. first 30 seconds, as soon as she started singing and maybe got to the part where she was like, paint the black hole blacker, I was like, I'm buying this right now. I'm going to get it. Like, I love, I loved <laughs> it.
0: And then just like some blazing, yeah. ripping guitar. Weed, weed.
1: Paint the black hole blacker. Yeah, it just really hit me, hit me well, and I and I like that album. And as you said, uh, my my personal peak with her is Strange Mercy. Um, I went both backwards with her. I got Marry Me, and um, I went one more forward to the self titled one, um, which you mentioned. Um, I also really enjoyed that one. I, I liked um, I I liked that phase, whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it. You know that little you know that little Bowie esque thing that she did. Um, Oh, yeah, she had the blonde
0: hair. She had the big puffy blonde hair for that. Yeah, and
1: she just was like a robot that also shredded and was emotional (laughs) at the same time.
0: Oh, she came across as like goddess or something. Yeah, like exactly. Ruling over all, like she was ruling over everybody. Right. Yeah. She there was, was just th- in charge of everybody. <laughs> yeah. It was, a very, gu- it was just a very confident album.
1: And her guitar was like the hammer of the gods, you know, she oh, was yeah. like, she was like Led Zeppelin all by herself. And rightfully
0: or so. Absolutely.
1: Yep. <laughs> uh, she's been through a few phases, you know, the twee indie darling to the synth twinged rocker to the monolithic guitar goddess. Um, and then there's mass seduction, which I, I can see as a continuation, but also as a departure. Um, because at some point she turned into like a bonafide pop star, and I and I don't know if that mm-hmm. happened before this or as this was happening, um, but it was like a you know all of a sudden she's a fashion icon, she's a tabloid mm-hmm. magnet, like her relationships are in the papers and all this stuff, which doesn't generally happen with like your your garden variety indie darlings, you know that doesn't. Yeah, I wouldn't. I have mean, in certain circles, of course, people care about people's relationships, but this was like New York you know news page six or whatever like she's well across there. it
0: helped that she was dating a fairly famous model uh the carla devine
1: yeah the and there was actress. there was another one too that, so that, ad-
0: that kind of like
1: yeah yeah so she's in she's bit. in these circles I, I don't think she was necessarily like trying to do that or anything like that. oh no
0: i don't well
1: i don't know i think, I, I, think she,
0: I think she was with mass seduction i don't think she was before that
1: right okay all right and uh, so mass you know mass seduction is the pop star fashion sexy album and it's not my mm-hmm. favorite um, that's not the, to say there isn't anything to appreciate and enjoy on it, um, but I find myself so split uh, preferentially between taking the slow songs and leaving the fast ones that it, it might as well be like two different albums to me. Mm-hmm. So the songs Hang On Me, Happy Birthday Johnny, New York, which I actually really like. I actually really like okay. that single. I was extremely intimidated by the music video, which I happen <laughs> to watch. I don't often watch well, the music Well, there's the
0: videos. follow-up one for Los Angeles, which is directed by the same people. It's all like t- like huge bright colors, but it's yeah. just her like... I do yeah, There's still some of that leftover just... Like feels like she's very in charge of everything.
1: Absolutely, know, this, absolutely. She's very
0: con- high confidence, something like that. Yeah,
1: and she's like looking. Like I felt like she was looking right at me, and I was like, uh-huh. I can't, I can't meet your gaze, Saint Vincent. <laughs> even though you're not <laughs> even the same... when it's in a
0: mini video <laughs> on my phone, <laughs> <laughs> I can't even do this.
1: Uh, so oh, uh, you know, oh, and slow disco is the other song that I really liked. Yeah, um, I think they're fantastic and worthwhile and listenable to me. You know, based on my preference. Um, but the bangers on here are just not my cup of tea. Um, they sound overly poppy production wise, and they uh, kind of paradoxically they kind of lack an edge or a bite or something um, because I on her other albums, especially you know, Strange Mercy and the self-titled one, like she's got teeth like on those albums.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I'm used to her rock songs having some tremendous hook or monster lead guitar part um, that she plays herself, um, or even when it's a synth- synthesizer, like the sound is a little bit, like, violent or sharp or something. Mm-hmm. And I didn't think the pop songs on here had that bite to them. You know, I may, have, I may have liked them a little bit more, but, like, the production of them was was just pop, you know? Not, um, mm-hmm. not rock, uh, not as rocky or whatever. Um, and the songs are clearly meant to be titillating or say something, um, which are almost always the fast ones as well. Um, I found them lacking from a lyrical standpoint. Um, I found the sentiments on pills, mass seduction, and the song Savior to be sort of like borderline immature or unformed or something like something people in their early twenties might think is profound.
0: Yeah. But, I would say save, savior in particular. Yeah.
1: But there's two things. on me. There's two things here, you know, um,
0: pills also those two in
1: particular. Yeah, I didn't like, yeah. I didn't like pills either. Um, I have literally zero experience with serious kinks, like on mass seduction or BDSM <laughs> on savior. Um, and despite some recreational drug dalliances in my past, I've never had any desire to pop <laughs> pills and my naturopathic wife wouldn't let me take the legit pills anyway, so I don't do that. Um, so maybe this is like a. It was
0: very revealing.
1: Uh, <laughs> well, thank you. Tell us more. Uh, so this is a uh, maybe. These songs are a more deep study into these issues and experiences, and I just don't understand it. Um, and also, I realize I may be missing some intended humor or playfulness in these tracks. Um, I can see that she's being funny in savior, like when one of her, one of the outfits or the person makes her put on you know chafes her thighs or whatever uh-huh. um and beyond that perhaps there's some next level irony or sarcasm going on um because nobody ever acclu- accused annie clark of being obtuse or dull like she's no. you know she's on top of things so yeah. you know maybe i'm missing something and that's fine like we can agree to disagree uh on, on those ones uh, but all in all i simply prefer the more stately piano driven numbers and the sentiments like the lyrics they're in she's an incredibly deep and personal songwriter um, and maybe mass seduction, which I assume is about the endemic problems with the nation's school system, would fit my mood better. Oh, mass education, yeah.
0: Mass education, yeah, the yes.
1: one that followed. So maybe you know which that was one.
0: Yeah, p- uh, I was going to talk about that. That's like stripped down piano version. Right. Of so all, maybe that would all fit all my mood better. Like mass seduction.
1: Um, as it is, I think mass education, mass mass seduction. I get this. mass seduction. <laughs> <You've> <laughs> Thank got you got this. You can do this. <laughs> I'm getting through it. I think it's about 35% of a great album so I give it a negative 1.5 so you were yeah, almost exactly right on but I really did like those slower tracks Like I, and you're yep. right I hadn't really I listened I hadn't really listened to the album I got turned off pretty quick um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: by the singles but like I like I liked that New York song too but that's a slower one as well
0: yeah it is
1: so there you have it
0: alright well um, I'm going to say uh, you know, a lot of similar points to what you did um I think, first of all, I think it's easy to see this as a sellout album, which it's really hmm. not. It's really not now, a sellout.
1: Now, that this is, is, I don't think it plays that way.
0: No, if no, it not If you're really, really listening doesn't. to it. But I, I think it's easy to see that, because it it's so much more slick pop. Um, but lyrically, even when the lyrics are clunky, I don't think they're dumb. Um, I actually said, I think you mentioned, you used this word. I said that a lot of the songs are sexualized, but I, I think they're rarely titillating i don't think that's really the point entirely
1: okay all right all right I'll I buy it's exploring
0: that. the sexual stuff and getting into different realms but i don't know that they're when you think of some of the other music that's out there this high pop that does seem like it's all about right it it just seems very different than that that's taking some of the same themes but looking at them in a very different way
1: okay yeah i mean it is there's is sort of a matter of factness about it i guess that's not necessarily yeah. salacious or whatever
0: um, I feel like there's roughly three types of songs. There's the poppy sex songs, the uh, solid ballads, and the fairly interesting kind of poppy rockers. Hey. So things like "Hang On Me" is a favorite, and "Fear the Future" and "Young Lover." Um, I really like the second half of the album better than the first. I feel like there's more, more hits than misses on the second half. The ballads yeah. you mentioned: "Happy Birthday Johnny," "Slow Disco," and "Smoking Section." I like all those. And then the, the poppy sex songs I wasn't a while about uh, pills savior and mass seduction right were we'll probably the favorite songs on there. I'm admittedly not a big fan of glossy pop. I'm also not a fan of highly sexualized lyrics. That's you know just a personal right. thing in both cases. Right on. Um, I also have small kids, and so I don't have a lot of opportunity to listen to music with, <laughs> with bad lyrics. Like yeah. it just doesn't happen, you know. Right. I'm a huge Elliot Smith fan, but it's hard to find time to listen to Elliot Smith or you know. <laughs> I know you do the same thing, Jake, is just line up that convenient <laughs> cough, just the... Oh, yeah. <clears throat>
1: or you just reach for the... I mean, we practiced with our parents in the car ourselves, you know, with the alt-rock revolution. There were a few bleepies and bloopies going on in that.
0: <laughs> My wife doesn't let me do that. She says that it brings more attention. to <laughs>
1: the <laughs> Ah, what does she know?
0: Because the kids all look at me like, what's going on? Here?
1: Wait, what did, he, what did that song just
0: say? <laughs> tell us more So, uh, just in general i need to not listen to the body songs, <laughs> the
1: body songs.
0: <laughs> um and it seems something you know in some of the songs especially the glossier ones just something inauthentic this yeah. kind of like it's, it's it's something i've had a problem with back with sometimes too where this irony gets in the way of yeah uh, what could be really great about it it's just kind of arch and it's a step removed and it's like the Los Angeles, that song, Los Angeles, and the music video that copies it. And Pills is really like that too, where I feel like it's just, I don't know, she's taking the piss or something. It just feels like it's. Yeah.
1: I know, and it's it. I don't know. Yeah, inauthentic sounds. But that, sounds right. Yeah, I mean, it's
0: inauthentic. But going along with the bright colors and the, the slick, like, these observations on, I don't know, Los Angeles and plastic surgery, it feels kind of trite. Agreed. In a couple of songs too. Agreed. Um, now, what I find interesting about this is I don't think it's a terrible album. It actually got overall got really good reviews
1: yeah oh yeah
0: um but this becomes kind of the nature of a fandom in mm. general is fandom by its nature is a one-sided relationship
1: well that's for sure i know
0: tons of stuff about saint vincent think she's great followed her and cared about her for years she doesn't have the slightest clue who i am and never will yeah <laughs> you know
1: well except for this unless cast, she happens to I mean...
0: happen to glance briefly glance in my direction at that one concert of hers, i went to nice She's got no no relation to me. Nothing. Well,
1: whatsoever. she's she's listening right now, so you can you can give well, her a okay. shout out. There you go. <laughs> we know she is.
0: And uh, and so it's easy to think to kind of expect something because it's a relationship of sorts. It's easy to expect something of this person that you feel like you know well yeah. because you've been seeing their work and how they express themselves. But that doesn't mean you actually know the person. And so I think it's easy to get almost like offended, like almost hurt by mm-hmm. them releasing something that you don't like.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: But of course. It's, it's st vincent annie clark doesn't owe me anything in not the slightest she does thing. she's all about doing her own thing and, and more power to her because the realization this was like a big i remember thinking this whole thing through about why it felt like such a big deal too and and, and a lot of it's because it was a uh, a burnout not a fade away yeah this was a couple burnout. albums in a row where i was like eh, just less interested in her i was really interested and really excited about this album and it came out and i went what the is <laughs> this come on what the what so, <laughs> the and it was a big deal for me to not buy this album because I was so ready to, you know, if I hadn't heard a note of it, I would have bought it. Yeah, In straight up. Fact, like a neon butt on the cover and that's what the cover
1: is. <laughs> I know, disturbing.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, um, and so she doesn't owe me anything, but the realization too that I don't ho- or owe her anything either. No, that's true. You know? Yeah. Like hey. I gave her my money. She gave me her art. Yeah, Like, this was the deal that we made with one another, and, and we have both kept up our bargain. I Absolutely. Didn't I, didn't, I didn't just, like, rip it from the internet. I paid for it, for all <laughs> of our other albums. So. That's right. But it felt like a breakup of sorts, you know. it's like yeah. a minor league, you know, breakup. But it was just about we just, you know, we just grew apart, Jake. You know, I understand. We're just, we're just people being.
1: I understand. She moved. She, you know? she moved to New York and Los Angeles at the same time somehow. I don't know <laughs> how somehow, she did that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Songs
0: about both of them. But
1: that's yeah? not that's not in that's not in Minnesota. That's not where you're so at, Jake. You know, uh-huh. no
0: hard feelings, me and yeah, yeah, and Annie. No hard feelings, you know. And Jake, I still have her old albums. They're not going anywhere. <laughs> what you, know? you
1: didn't you didn't I burn still, them in a fire?
0: I still have them. You know, we may have broken up, but I, I can still hold on to the ventos of what of It's okay, what And she
1: she might be back. She just re, she just announced well, a new you album. Just, just stop it! Stop oh, it! Oh, sorry. What? Not I wasn't going to say anything. Me. I was just talking.
0: All right, you mentioned this briefly. Um, she did release a follow-up to Mass Seduction called Mass Education. Mm-hmm. Which is About the school stripped, system. Stripped down piano versions of all of these same songs after Mass Seduction. Which i thought like because i had so many problems with the you know poppy sheen and the arrangements i thought hey this is gonna be great actually kind of kind of dull okay i think in a lot of cases the ones that fared the best maybe unsurprisingly are the ballads. oh um where things didn't actually change that much but i thought the arrangements were not as different as i expected in a lot of cases even for the big poppy ones it just was kind of being replicated on a piano in a way that was like what what was the point of this I found it a little bit dull, and I think it did in some places, um, kind of accentuate the shortcomings of some of the lyrics and and some of the uh, the songwriting in a couple of songs too. Hmm. So I was not I was like really interested in that. And I I I think I'd actually rather listen to Mass Seduction. I'll be honest.
1: Okay. Wow. I
0: know. I know. Wow. Shocking.
1: So you're not running so, back to you it. know
0: this me and Saint Vincent last summer it's a surprise partial reconciliation. No. Like not like full blown not by any means.
1: Yeah, you didn't you didn't tell me until it was too late, you know. Well, I never. would have I would have talked you off the ledge.
0: No, you didn't. You wouldn't have. <laughs> anyway, um we had Red. Apple music and I did a ton of running last summer cuz something I don't know for some reason I was super stressed. I, I can't imagine what it was yeah. that caused me to need, you know, to do something for my mental health probably just allergies. running was one of my favorite things last summer i did i think i ran more last year than i have any like since i was in high school across country um and this album ended up being one that was okay for running wow like in the background so it's not okay. something i was focusing on but just getting a beat going and this ended up being a, a, an album uh, another one, like that, I ended up running to a lot over the summer was Prince's uh, 1999.
1: Oh, which is, <laughs> I can see Which that. is
0: also super poppy, highly sexualized, and full of bad language. So, companion
1: you know, <laughs> you know, pieces. Of
0: that to do. <laughs> and so these albums, like I can't, neither one of them, I'm gonna like just sit down and listen to. I don't play them around the house, but when running, they felt okay. Okay. So. Overall, I am like have a positive bent to this album When at the end of the day. okay, Like you, the ballads I thought were good. I thought there were some rockers that are really good. It's about a third of it I think. I have nothing to do with it all. A third of it that I really like, and maybe the last third is kind of in the middle. Um, but I ended on a positive end just barely with a 0.5.
1: A point 0.5 right over the finish
0: line. And then my last thing, Jake, because of the day this just happened to work out, we were recording this on May 4th. And just today, March her next 4th, album March 4th. was March fourth. March fourth. March fourth. And just today, her next album was announced. There it's it is. Called Daddy's Home comes out in May. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I gave one listen to the first single while I was working, so I didn't listen to it that closely.
1: Yeah. What do you uh, think? It feels
0: like definitely a shift, but still very poppy.
1: Okay.
0: But it has kind of a, a sleazy early '70s vibe to the okay. whole thing. But, uh, <laughs> that feels like it could have a. Like in, into the look and everything of it, that feels like it has some potential. All so, right, all right. I'm gonna say that I'm I'm cautiously pessimistic about it.
1: Cautiously pes. Okay.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna just put it on the other end because um, it was still very poppy. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I'll give it. I'll give it a taste. Only but, time uh, will okay. tell.
1: You know. It's okay. okay. You know. Yeah. 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 Reconciliation yeah. might be on the horizon. It might not. We'll
0: see. But I'll we'll tell see. you what.
1: Next week on Louder Than Sound, we're gonna continue the theme of albums that made us finally quit the artist. <clears throat> And I'm going to be talking about that old chestnut, that old Midwest alt-country group, the Jayhawks, and their extremely ill-fated attempt to uh, re- you know, reconcile themselves and to their audience um, with a 2011 album called Mockingbird Time. So you can look forward to that badness, uh, but have some fun listening to us talk about how bad it is next time on Louder Than Sound.